There are many moments that shape your relationship and show you who your partner really is and whether or not they are truly your ride or die. On today's case, Ms. Whitlock says her fiancé, Mr. Hill, has broken her heart and his promises one too many times. She says she has never felt like she was the priority in his life. And he proved her theory when he decided to miss out on the birth of their eight-month-old daughter. Ms. Whitlock says if Mr. Hill doesn't learn to be more emotionally available in this relationship, she'll be forced to give him his ring back and walk away for good. Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Whitlock versus Hill. Thank you very much. Ms. Whitlock and Mr. Hill. Ms. Whitlock, you are here in court today because you say you found yourself at a crossroad. You say you love Mr. Hill, but he has become distant both physically and emotionally. You say he has come up with numerous reasons for you two not to take the next step in your relationship, and you, quite frankly, are tired of waiting. Yes, Your Honor. And, Mr. Hill, you say you're here because you love the plaintiff, but her lack of ambition has you questioning if taking the next step with Ms. Whitlock is the right decision for you and your family. Yes, Your Honor. So we are at a little bit of a stalemate, the two of you. You guys have been together for eight years. You have two children together. One's an eight-month-old little girl. Okay, let's see why we are here in court today. What do you say, Ms. Whitlock? So, Your Honor, I'm here today because I am just sick and tired of the yo-yo back and forth with us. He's so inconsistent. I just want to be able to know that I am a priority in his life. Our family is a priority in his life. I feel like his job has really taken control of all his time and energy, and he has nothing left to give. And if he has nothing left to give to me, then I don't want him at all. And it's time for him to really... Like, uh, fish or cut bait is what you're saying. Yes, Your Honor. All right. Well, Mr. Hill, I heard what Ms. Whitlock had to say. What do you say? Well, Your Honor, I'm here because I've been giving my all to this relationship. I feel like, um, it's time for a change. Either we're gonna move forward or we're just gonna cut it out. All right, so now let's get there. You met at a house party, I understand. <laughs> Yes, Your Honor. And, Miss Whitlock, you did not listen to what our mothers tell us to do, and you hooked up the first night. Yes, Your Honor. <laughs> yes, we... It was his house party, and so I went. When I seen him, I thought he was handsome, sung him a little song, and then from there, we've been inseparable, if you want to say. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Wait, from what I understand, though, Mr. Hill, y'all were friends with benefits initially. Yeah, for about four years, we were friends with benefits. Uh, I, I started off telling her I didn't want a relationship. Right, I saw uh, that. I, I but it want... said neither one of you wanted to be in a relationship. I accepted it I because I had just got out of a relationship, and so I was okay with it and everything like that. But after so long, it's like, we are together. We're doing everything together. And that's the problem, it's inconsistency. But after a year together, you all decided to commit, I'm, I'm assuming. After four years together, we decided to commit. We, we'd already been together. We, we, we was, you know, spending every day together. So what just took was... you... I'm curious, Mr. Hill, what took you so long to be ready <laughs> to commit? What well, were you doing? 
I was focused on my career. Um, what do you do, sir? I'm a photographer. I'm an mm -hmm. artist. I paint. And do you find that you are you successful at it? Yeah, I've, I've uh, gained a lot of success over the time. Now we got of us two kids together. together. I understand that's how it started. Mm -hmm. I understand <laughs> that's where we are, but we're here now. And so, did everybody want children? Did was this a plan? Yes, and we have our first son, and then a couple of months later, he asked me to marry him. So I'm thinking things are locked in at that point. Okay, so Mr. Hill stepping up right there at his time. Yeah. Let's do it. When we got to the proposal part of it, it was only because that's feel like I feel like that was what we were supposed to do. I mean, I, I make a baby and I propose to the woman that I made the baby with. Um, I haven't heard you say anything about love yet, though, sir. Well, I don't, I don't technically, me personally, I don't really believe in love. I, I'm Why not? Uh. I'm the type of person where I feel like I could be around people, I could cherish people, I could give them love, but I just, I don't feel like being in love is real. I understand what he believes that being in love is, but what you showed me and the reason why you know I'm here is because I love you. So you need to understand that regardless of kind of how you paint the picture of love, you still need to understand that you are showing me love and the person who loves you, who you're saying you want to commit your life to, is a person who, who needs to hear it sometimes. Well, so I think what uh, Ms. Whitlock is talking about is what we like to call the love languages. Mm. Each one of you speak a love language in a different way. What's your love language? What I do you need? I need affirmation. Words and of I affirmation. Need wor I need action. Acts of service. service. Yes. So I was getting to... Those are the love languages. What is your love language, sir? Always needing somebody. And I ain't never really just needed nobody. So I feel like being in love and all this is just like you just depended on a person. Love is not about needing someone. It's about wanting someone. Mm. You know, I am the kind of woman I want to do fun stuff for and with my husband. Mm -hmm. It makes me giggle. Mm. It makes me smile. So rather than thinking of love as something that's needed, mm. how about something that's wanted? So if I ask you to use my definition for just this conversation, mm -hmm. what do you want out of a relationship, sir? Um, I want somebody that's motivating me. Um, I feel like with this relationship, I've always been the trophy in some kind of case. I Meaning like, like you to catch? I feel like I've always been pursued, and so it was always just normal for me to be around Judy just because we did everything together and our start of our relationship, whatever I was doing, she was always there. Sounds like you take Miss Whitlock a little for granted. That's possible. He wasn't even there for my daughter's birth. I was there terrified. They had to do an emergency C-section on me because my daughter had the cord wrapped around her neck. I had to call In defense, a family we weren't talking at the time. And I'm having to be there by myself. Yana, he thinks that I'm chasing him. That's what I heard. And that's not the case for me. I feel like I've given him multiple times to be able to separate from this relationship. But it's always been a combination. Um, our, sec our second baby was born from us not being together, but being together. And so... So we you, were you were sleeping together on occasion, but not really being together? I'm like, I can't do this. I need to feel like I'm on solid ground with you. 
I was always told by my daddy, when a man wants you, he will let you know. Right. You don't have to ask. You don't have to beg. You don't even have to wonder, okay? That's why I'm, I'm... That's why I'm like, okay, well, what do you want? And this is the reason that we're having trouble right now. He's letting his job control everything. He wasn't even there for my daughter's birthday. And it's during COVID. I can only have one person there. I had to call In defense, a we weren't member. talking at the time. We, we had no matter. communication. Well, it it that, matter, that's one honor. thing I will say to you, Mr. Hill, somebody having your baby and you knew and it was a pre-scheduled um, C-section, a first week of in all, the, the C-section is traumatic to a woman's body, okay? Because they know after C-section, mm. they're gonna need a little help. Yeah, and Your Honor, I was there terrified. Within two hours, they had to do an emergency C-section on me because my daughter had meconium and she also had the cord wrapped around her neck. And I'm having to calm myself and be there by myself with only a, a close friend there who had to leave work. And so, at that moment, I've never felt so alone, and I'm like, I would never do him like that. Why did you ask her to marry you? I was feeling like, since we've always been together, I might as well give her a ring. Dag, Mr. Hill, there is nothing romantic about that. That sounds like, uh, I might as well take this doo-doo off my shoe, because <laughs> it's on my <laughs> shoe. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Mr. Hill, what happened? So I had, uh... Well, just to start off in context, we weren't speaking at the time. Uh, she had recently, like, blasted me on Facebook about stuff that was minor, in my opinion. And so we got to the point where we could only communicate through my mother. And I'm like, we've been together for, for a long time, so how do we get to the point where we can't talk openly? I took it as, okay, so since we're only communicating through my mother, and my mother is telling me everything was planned, so I was there, I was available for the date, and then my job, which was a big opportunity for me, it was things were taking off for me. And so the date switched. I was there ready for the, the pregnancy, because like I was for the first baby, I was there every step of the way. But in this relationship, when we broke up, but we had broken up for like eight months. What we does that have to do with, months. did you know what day that she was gonna have a C-section? The week of the job was like, hey, you're the person in lead, you're the person in charge. I went ahead and took the decision to go out of town, and there was the week the baby was supposed to be here. And did and... you by any chance tell your team leaders that I have a baby that is coming? I remember what was happening during the Super Bowl. There were a couple of professional athletes who were waiting on their babies to be born. Mm -hmm. And they, th the whole world knew about it. Basically, I'm gonna be leaving the field if my baby comes. Right. I mean, I remember that so clearly. That's and exactly I what I did. I was there the very next morning. Like, soon as I completed the job and I found out the baby was here, Tuesday the baby comes, Wednesday morning, I drove eight hours back, no stops all the way back, and I still was able to check them out of the hospital, still be able to hold the baby. I only missed the birth, which I'm thinking, she, I mean, I'm thinking the doctor's supposed to be the one cutting the billet cord, making sure that she's okay, 
during the birth. So I'm not actually the doctor, so I'm not actually delivering the baby. So in my mindset, since you already mad at me, I'm going to be there for my child, but I'm not going to be there for you, wow. which is selfish. I just feel like I never got the apology for that. Mr. Hill is not apologizing to you, Miss Whitlock, because Mr. Hill doesn't think he has anything to apologize for. Okay? I heard him. What's going on with this job that you're putting it before your family? I've actually started working more, and it got to the point where people were booking me more, more mm -hmm. readily, so it was, it was becoming the job that I always wanted. It just so happened we weren't together when things started to take off. Like, she was there during the, all of the times where I was struggling to make things happen, and then once we broke up, things just took off, and I felt like she was jealous of that. I, I was never jealous of his work. I was jealous of the fact that he's not romantic with me and being able to split these times up. If you're with me, you're with me. What do you mean you're not, he's not romantic? Give me an example. For example, our engagement. We talked about how we would want a wedding, how, how we would want an engagement. She Rub talked about it. I, I, never, I was about to come I out my mouth. I never wanted a marriage. I'm getting ready to tell you. <laughs> I, I was getting ready to say this, Robert, because out the corner of my eye... I saw you, and Mr. Hill was looking like, <laughs> as if to say... That's the inconsistency, you No, right? but wait, but Miss Whitlock, real? Real talk. Mm hmm It doesn't sound inconsistent. It actually sounds very consistent. Consistent with the fact that he is not pushing to make a permanent commitment. That sounds like he's been pretty consistent. And that might hurt your feelings, and it breaks my heart, but I'm hearing consistency in his behavior. Robert, yeah. am, I, am I right? You're right. You can say you don't want it. Don't entertain me when I'm talking about it. Shut it down. So but you know he... what you're talking about is it's not that it's inconsistent, it's inconsiderate. But Mr. Hill, let me just ask you this. Why did you ask her to marry you? Did you do it out of obligation because of the baby? Well, yeah, I mean, at the, at the time, I was thinking, okay, I, I see my father, and I see how he took the stand to be with our family um, after, my, after his firstborn was here, and he's never been apart from us. I was feeling like, since we've always been together, I might as well offer to marry her. I know she wants to be married. I'm not looking for nobody else. I'm not her, out here just chasing people or trying to be in a relationship with somebody. So I might as well give her a ring. That's... that's Dag, Mr. Hill, there is nothing romantic about that. That sounds like... Uh, I might as well take this doo-doo off my shoe because <laughs> it's on my shoe. <laughs> Mr. Hill, tell her the truth, please. Tell the truth. Stop dancing around it. You're not trying to marry her. Just go ahead and say it because right now, it's unfair what you're doing. Okay? I can see it. It's a hurtful thing. But a lot of people think that if I just keep avoiding it, mm. it's better because I don't want to hurt her feelings. This is my friend. She's the mother of my children. Mm. She's always there. I wouldn't mind friends with benefits because that's exactly what you have. Mm. But you're not trying to marry her, and you need to tell... This lady deserves honesty. You're not trying to marry her. I will marry her, though.
Miss Miss Whitlock, you open this case because you feel emotionally abandoned, and I completely heard you on that, and you're one hundred percent right because you are emotionally abandoned in a relationship, and you say you are unsure whether or not you should move forward with this relationship. You have moved full steam ahead, Mr. Hill. You say you're focused on being successful right now, so that you can provide that stable life for your family, and you need Miss Whitlock to complain less and support more. Actually, what you want is your friend with benefit to hush and let you do you for as long as you feel the need to do you and then be right there ready for you when you come on home. You can pay her the, the little bit of attention. You're gonna pay her when you're gonna do it. And you are gonna sit there and be very happy with that little bit of something that you're getting for that moment. Then you're gonna be mad because he's gonna go leave and go do him again. That is your life. And it's gonna be your life. But if that does not work for you, you need to figure out a co-parenting plan if it doesn't work for you. Now, there are a lot of marriages that that works for. There are a lot of relationships that that work for. But if you want to be a wife, not a girlfriend, and not somebody that's bragged about being a wife, then you need to demand something of the man that's going to be your husband. And Mr. Hill, again, I make no judgment, but you do owe her the truth. You're not at that stage yet. You're just not. Mm. And this might be, like, the most wonderful time for you mm. because when given the opportunity to shine professionally and you didn't know if it would ever hit, you know, mm. but it's hitting, mm -hmm. and it makes you feel really good, that's how you're being fulfilled right now, mm. you might need to just co-parent. But you owe Miss Whitlock the truth so that she can either make the determination I will take what you can give to me now. Because she wants to be a wife. Mm -hmm. And if you're not ready to be a husband, you owe her the obligation of telling her. Okay. I mean, I tried. I mean, she, she won't called off the engagement. I, I proposed to her, and I went out my way I to called it off because if it's not genuine, and... I don't want it. Do you want to be married, sir? Do I want to be married? You heard exactly what uh... I asked. <laughs> I did not stutter. Anybody <laughs> hear me stutter? Anybody hear the judge stutter? <laughs> OK. Eventually, I do want to be married. Yeah, I do. Is this the woman you want to marry? Yes. In the history of me sitting at this desk, <laughs> I have never said these words. Girl, that's your man. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what these two people want. The man has said clear as a bell mm -hmm. that I am not marrying your tail. You know what? The only unfortunate thing is if they were married, I mean, these are, these are things that you want to share with your, with your loved one. You know, I made it, babe. Listen, I'm a photographer now. I'm getting work. But he wanted no part of that. No, because he's feeling himself right yeah, now. Yeah. Okay? I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. <laughs> okay? Well, he need to feel himself and go somewhere else. But you know what? If she like it, I love it. Mm -hmm. The problem is, she don't like it. She don't. She don't even like it. Mm -mm. But guess what? Girl, that's your man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>